0: Are you ready to realize the true potential in your life and help others do the same? Get equipped to create a thriving future with the Secrets of Success podcast. Inspire others to live, lead, and work on purpose, and experience the joy of watching satisfaction and productivity come to life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. You know, today I really want to spend some time with you. Uh not with any kind of agenda, just uh, not really random thoughts, but really thoughts about uh what do you want your life to look like? You know, we've done a lot of podcasts around the quest for purpose and self-awareness, but I just want to take this and just throw out to you several sort of strategies, thoughts and ideas about you have a contribution to make. And until we find our why, our purpose, our reason for being here, we are always going to underperform. And I want to encourage you that 2017, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter, let's not date it. This is forever information, for as long as you live, is that are we taking responsibility for us to get connected to the passions, the purposes, that are important to us. But there are some other strategies and characteristics that I was recently reminded in, uh, about, pardon me, that is important for all of us, myself included. I mean, I do not have this 100% figured out. I'm here on the journey with you. It just happens to be my calling, my purpose, to help others to live, lead, and work on purpose in a holistic manner, not something that's myopic which is just a sliver of life and just work, but really holistically for your health, for your career, for your family, for your spiritual grounding. All of these things are part of my why, what really gets me up. In maybe just a short story or my story a little bit, I grew up on a dairy farm. I mean, I'm like really close to my heritage, and I'm the third generation, I've shared the story with you before, is third generation, Eastern European descent, first born male. So there was some pressure for me to stay on the dairy farm. Yet I knew in my heart when I was 16, and I spoke at a 4 H conference in Toronto, Canada, and I was asked to give the thank you to these 450 delegates, many of them CEOs of large financial institutions, billion dollar organizations. And I was nervous. I was scared. I was shaking, but I loved every minute of it. I knew at that time that somewhere, somehow in my life, I would be called to communicate and encourage and to inspire others so that they can do the best job that they can do. And that in those moments, in being connected to your why is where fulfillment comes, where meaning comes. And so... For me, I have a bias around meaning comes from a spiritual grounding. I believe that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. If you're not there, that's fine. But part of the clarity, the part of being able to be fully engaged in life is for us to get answers to these questions, to get clarity about these questions. So here I am on this dairy farm. I come home from agricultural college, start working with my dad, and really my both of us wanted to be in charge. And I get that, I understand that. In the Eastern European sort of mindset, I love my dad, don't get me wrong, is to not really include others in a leadership style. So it was very, very quickly, or very quickly, within a couple of years, I said, enough of this. I, re- I just really can't uh, handle being in this environment. And I'm sure I was immature at the time, not really uh, willing to listen. But at the same time, my dad really didn't know how to communicate with me in a proactive manner to be able to engage me. I mean, he did what he knew. And so he didn't do any worse or any better. He just did his, the best that he could at that time. And I know that he didn't get up in the morning and says, listen, let's see if I can irritate my eldest son and have him leave the farm. But I left the farm. It was all that I could do to leave the social and cultural pressure was huge. And for some of you that are listening here, your dreams, your goals are being hindered by sort of cultural pressure, social pressure, maybe your own pressure on yourself about, you know, this is my background, this is all the work that I've done, this is all the training I've done. Uh, Yet your freedom, your meaning, your why is outside of what you're doing right now. And so as part of this podcast, I just want you to reflect. I just want you to think about, and nobody's going to be in judgment, is that are you on the right path? Are you in the right journey? So I took that decision, and I left the farm. I still stayed in agriculture. And then finally, one morning, I actually had my own dairy farm for a while. I got up at 5 in the morning. I was looking as the sun was coming up in, I think it was May, something like that. And I asked myself, I said, would it be okay? if I was doing this for the next 20 years? And I knew that the answer was no. So sometimes it's not what we want to do that we get clarity about, but we also get clarity about what we don't want to do. Go through the back window. Anthony Robbins talks about that as well in some of his work. So if, life, if nothing changed in your life in the next five years, and you were doing the same career and there was no growth or relationships or your contribution, your maturity, your capabilities didn't change over the next five years, would that be okay? And when I ask that session in just about every seminar that I do, most people say, no, it wouldn't be okay. But here's sort of the reflective moment, the look-in-the-mirror moment for you. And that is, as most people They'll say that it's not okay, but they won't make the decision to change. They won't make the decision to shift. And so that's my encouragement today is that you can do it and it's not about if you're able to it's really it's a choice for you. Are you willing to cross the line and kind of go into a path that's fulfilling for you? And some of you say, well, I really don't know what that path is. well, that's where I wrote the book, The Quest for Purpose, and so it's available. And if you want to go through a journey of the self-discovery, then please do that. And I have a podcast talking about self-awareness being grounded and centered or very, very important for you to be able to figure out uh, where you need to be. Because in that self-awareness, I was just listening to another uh, podcast this week, is in that self awareness that is where the power comes that's where the energy comes from because you know that you know that you know i mean i know that i'm supposed to be doing this there's not even a question there's not a doubt there's not a hesitation you should feel the same thing about what you're doing but one of the benefits i had recently is that i belong to a mastermind group and i was But this is a a bunch of other authors, and I had paid to be part of this because we all constantly need to be pushed and grow. And And so we flew into Philadelphia and hanging out with another 100 or so authors, and we were uh, fortunate to have Jack Canfield as one of our speakers. And Jack, of course, is the co-author of Chicken Soup, which has now sold 500 million copies, or a half a billion, And most people don't know that they had over a 100 rejections for their book, Chicken Soup. The editor said it was a ridiculous idea. Nobody's going to read these stupid little stories. Well, who's laughing now? But one of the things that was clear is that Mark, Victor Hansen, and Jack Canfield had a vision about where this book would go. And so part of your responsibility – is are you clear about your vision? Do you know where you're going? What does that look like to you? Maybe not right now, but three months from now, three years from now, 10 years from now. If you if money wasn't an object, if there was no hesitation or no barriers, pardon me, what would that look like to you? And the reality is most of us don't know. So first of all, I want to suggest a couple of things here today for us, for you to take your life to the next level. And even those of us that are really living, I'll say, the dream, where we're living in our vision, living in our purpose, living in our why, we always have work to do. We always have things that we can improve. Uh, you can just ask my family. It says, you know what? Uh, Dad needs some help once in a while. So we all need help. But are we moving forward in an area or a stream that is rewarding and meaningful for you? So number one is that all of us need to take 100% responsibility for our condition, for what we have right now. So if you blame anybody for anything as far as around you, then you are giving the power to them. So Jack was talking about you know, if you really want to be successful in life, take 100% responsibility for your condition, for the relationships. And even if, the other person is mostly responsible, still take 100% responsibility. Because as soon as you don't take 100% responsibility, you are giving the power of your life over to somebody else. And now that's disempowering for you. And now, of course, we have to wait for or somehow believe that when the other person changes, then my life will be fulfilled. Then I will get what I want. Then I'll be able to go down this stream. That's not how it works. Now, it could be that let's say you're in kind of a a relationship that's not all that great or it has some issues and the other person really is not being, let's say, that kind. But here's the deal. If you take 100% responsibility, you take 100% responsibility for your responses. You take 100% responsibility for what you say. Take 100% responsibility for the choice of your feelings. Nobody upsets you unless you let them. Dr. David Burns' book, Feeling Good, confirmed that years ago. I really dislike that statement, but let me say it again. Nobody can upset you. Nobody, nobody can tick you off. Nobody can take you out. Nobody can hook you unless you let them. And so it's our job to work our muscles so that we call it in our model for communications called suspending, is I'm not saying that what the other person did was okay, was appropriate, was what you wanted to be done, but you getting hooked, you getting upset, you getting being taken out is 100% our responsibility, 100% our response to it. And that's one of the, in you know, today's sort of uh Fry everybody, flaming emails, um, social media posts. Hey, get over yourself. This is take 100% responsibility for where you you are at. Don't. The other two characteristics or qualities that Jack talked about, and we talk about it in our book, The Quest for Purpose, is stop blaming other people about what's going on. You know, if the government did this, if somebody did that. Uh, if this was to happen, just get over yourself. As soon as you start blaming other people, you affect your biochemistry of your body into a negative charge or a negative uh, motion. Your immunity goes down. Your cognitive ability, your ability to serve, your attractiveness all goes down. Another skill or another, i call it, um, mindset around this is not only blame but also criticize. Now this is, this is something that I have to work on, is that uh, being observing other individuals who are not doing well, it's actually part of my job as a coach or as a consultant is really to take a look and be able to give feedback about what's going on. But being having a critical spirit, uh, we talked about that and learned optimism in my quest-for-purpose mindset chapter. But being criticizing others doesn't affect them, it affects you it lowers your ability to be successful. And who wants to hang around a critical spirit? Think about anybody in your life, somebody, I don't know if it's close or not close, and that has a critical spirit. Who wants to be around them? And so the key is make sure you're not one of them. Make sure that you are not one of these individuals that has this critical spirit. You know, back away from... Criticizing others, get over yourself, and when was the last time we were perfect? when was the last time you were perfect we're not so just get over yourself on that one. The next one, which was interesting is that you know we 've seen and read and looked at and heard about the research on setting goals, and that setting goals is a very very important piece to being successful so I just want to encourage you. You know, if I was to visit you today, would it be clear? Would you have clearly documented what your goals are, short-term and long-term, and intermediate-term? Would you know without a doubt, with perfect clarity, as best as you can, not necessarily how you're going to get there, but what those goals are, your, your outcomes? Or do you have them marked down? Do you have them written out? it's interesting, some new research has just come out about two things that are that cause these goals to be way more successful in implementing them. Number 1, and you've heard this before, it's been around but it's cycling back as sort of top of mind is what are you visualizing? Do you actually visualize and see yourself being successful with that goal? Now there was when the secret came out and I don't agree with everything about the secret, but I agree with the core piece, is that we get more of what we focus on. If you focus on the negative, negative, you're going to get more negative, if we focus on the positive or where we want to go towards, there's all kinds of documentation and information is that I want to move towards. Now, yeah, that's true. You want to move away from certain things. But what I have top of mind, what I'm thinking about, what I'm visualizing most is what is going to manifest in my life you know so if i think about everybody is negative and there's no business out there it goes right back to the book who moved my cheese can i actually think my way into scarcity into not having anything where i i can't cut myself into success in terms of a business so are we visualizing but here's the latest research one more thing That's very, very important for all of us to do. And that thing is an accountability partner. Do you have somebody that you can connect with that is an accountability partner? Now, Jack shared, here's what the research shows, is that by having an accountability partner, my success will increase by 1,000%. Not 10%, not 100%, but 1,000%. Because now I've said to somebody else that really I connect with, that is part of your circle, that can I am promising to do this. Now, many of you might have listened to, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it. It was a very, very good uh, information from uh, Dr. Marshall Goldsmith, who's written the best-selling book, Triggers. Now, in the back of my book, I've The I've, um, Quest for Purpose, I said, nothing happens without structure. The same thing with Marshall, and that's really Marshall's work which I'm using with permission. But Marshall really talks about the self-coaching grid where I look and I set what are my goals, what am I visualizing in terms of all these different items. But here's what Marshall does. Here's Marshall, he's one of the most successful coaches in the world, number one, in fact, as far as his rating. And he still pays somebody to call him every day of the week to review his 20 or so questions as an accountability partner. And I said, well, you know, Marshall, why do you do this? I mean, you wrote this book, you, you covered it. And he says, Ken, because I know it's hard. I know that I need to do it as, as my clients need to do it to be successful. So right now, can you think of a process and then an individual that you can bring into your life as an accountability partner. You know, why is it that I'm, uh, you know, I'm busy, busy as a coach is because people are paying for accountability partners. Why is it that there are certain individuals that have personal trainers? Yeah, they're going to give you some techniques. But here's the reality. You can do those sit-ups. You can do those push-ups without a trainer. But what does a trainer do? Personal trainer is helping you to be accountable to what you said you would do. Because you want life is distractions. Distractions everywhere for all of us. And so my encouragement is, is that you start thinking about this. Take this seriously. And if there's a 1000% improvement by having an accountability partner, that's a no-brainer. That is absolutely, absolutely a zero uh, negotiation, kind of say, well, I'm not sure if I have time for it. Hello, everybody's going to have time for it, and it doesn't matter what this is. <clears throat> it could be an accountability in terms of your relationships and how you work with other people. It could be accountability in terms of your diet and how you're eating. It could be accountability in leadership, accountability in some of the goals that you set as far as stepping out there and doing certain things, taking risks, um, be able to uh, change a career, or go into a different direction, or take a course. It doesn't matter what it is. So, if I was to summarize today's po- podcast, this is really about you. I want to say, and, and again, thank you so much for being a subscriber. So much for uh, for being and, and listening uh, to these rants and this conversation. You know, I love doing it. I love the feedback that we get from you, and I also just encourage that you would share this with anybody that matters to you or that you would see would benefit. So let me just kind of go back over a couple of thoughts that we had today. You know, it's each of ours' responsibility to figure out our why. Why are you here? Now, I do believe it's interesting, and I talk about it in the quest for purpose, is that our, our purpose, our core being will not change throughout our lifetime. Yes, how it might manifest itself, the context by which it will flow, but my purpose of helping others to live, lead, and work on purpose, to help others realize their potential in life, I don't think that will ever go away. There will be different elements that come into play. I'm really getting passionate more and more about how health and wellness comes into uh, my purpose. But it's still the same thing because it's a holistic matter. And say, you know what, I'm recognizing, realizing, passionate about the fact that wellness is affecting people. And so you can go to my podcast, Dying to Live, and listen to that. In this self-awareness, what are your gifts? What are your talents? And take responsibility to do the work to figure it out. Nobody else can do this for you. Only you can do it. Take 100% responsibility for your condition right now. Stop blaming anybody and anything for your condition. Take ownership for it. Stop criticizing others, the government or this or that or your boss or this other employee. You take responsibility for it and stop criticizing because it's affecting you, the negative energy. Visualize and set those goals. Just take a moment to have some uh, reflective time If you are a faith person, then prayer. If you're not, then meditation. If you're neither of those, just thoughtful, quiet mindfulness. And then the last one is, you know, once you have that in place, set up that accountability structure that will work for you. You know, I use Marshall Goldsmith's self-coaching grid. And when I get kind of lazy and off track and I don't use it, guess what? I get off, off, off track. The reason I have the self-coaching grid and the structure chapter in the quest for purpose is that all kinds of people will set a goal, but they won't do anything about it. So if there is a thousand percent increase by having an accountability partner, just do that this week. Figure it out. Start somewhere. You know, if somebody's just going to be accountable with you for you going to bed on time or not being on social media too much so that you're distracted and you're brain dead, then so be it. Start there. And then move from there. I want to encourage you that, you know, no matter when you're listening to this podcast, because, you know, welcome to the legacy of podcasts, no matter what time, where it is, is that now is the time to act. Most people, there was a survey done of of individuals that were over 65 years of age, and one of the things that, they said three things. Uh, One of the first things is that they said, what would they do differently? And one of those first things is take more time for yourself. Reflect for yourself. Get in a quiet space. This is not, you know, streaming Facebook or LinkedIn or uh, Snapchatting everybody. This is for you and your own thoughts. Number two is interesting, and I this has been true for me too, is take more risk. You know, what if you would have bought that piece of property 20 years ago beside you? Oh man, it'd be worth double now. And the last one is that, the individuals said they would love to have committed to something that leaves a legacy. You know, all of us will leave this earth. (laughs) Death is guaranteed. So what is, what are we doing? Are are we making an impact? Do we have a legacy? Are we making an impact as far as changing people's lives to the positive? Because everybody here, it doesn't matter what job you have. I mean, you could be the best maintenance person in a school district. You could be a dentist, you could be a doctor, you could be a janitor that just rocks it out there. It doesn't matter. If that's what you're called to do, so be it. There's not any job that's better than another. It's just simply different. So we don't want to be judging individuals for their condition. You know, I just want to encourage you that if you have some curiosity, then you know maybe the Quest for Purpose, my book, will help you out, thequestforpurpose.ca. There's different tools and assessments that help people to get clear. As I mentioned earlier, if you like the show, then just please share it, pass it on. We want to kind of expand, uh, the, <laughs> they say, the tribe or individuals that are interested in the work that we're doing so that we really can make a difference. CRG's sort of tagline is enriching people's lives. And we enrich the lives of others by living and being on purpose. I just wish that for you. The saddest thing. On this planet Earth is a person just being miserable when they have choices, when they have options in front of them. I know some people have less options than others, but right now, in the developed world, you always have a choice. So I thank you for listening. Share. uh, And you know what? You're worth it. You're worth the work. Take the time. You know, turn off the phone. Just take the time to reflect. Maybe type on your computer what you are going to do in the next few weeks, few months, few years. And I want to hear your story. Share your stories with me so that we can share them back on this show. You've been listening to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keith. Thanks for exploring the Secrets of Success with us.